Okay. Almost done. I think that Basi- was fine. We basically are done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I did. I probably shouldn't have brought up Kierkegaard. Hey, look, if you bring up Pascal, how am I not going to bring up Kierkegaard? Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. The least on-topic Game of Thrones podcast ever. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. John, today is Sunday, the 26th of November, 1978. Mm. Thanksgiving weekend over already. Back to work tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. We're looking at an episode of Garfield. Which one is it? The 161st, the one published on the day it is today, Sunday, the 26th of November, 1978. John, what happens in today's episode of Garfield? Chris, in today's episode of Garfield, John Arbuckle falls for a predictable ruse. Predictable and what would you say? I mean, Uninteresting. Not, not amusing. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Let's just bang on through the, the, I think there's one interesting thing about this today's episode. I think actually two. Number I'm really one, curious to hear what what that could be. Number no, you one. Know what? No, let's 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 go through it. Okay, okay. I mean, okay. we're we're basically at number one on panel one because panel one, there's a hot steaming pie on the table, and Garfield is about to reach his paw into it rather than his face for some reason. And John Arbuckle jumps out of the doorway screaming. <laughs> Aha! And pointing at Garfield, and he seems Big, very happy. Bright, bold, red letters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we can finally legitimately talk about the color choices. Mm, but I, I'm, not, I'm not really no, interested not in interested that. in doing it's so. Fine. Does yeah, it look fine. like there's a tablecloth on that table, John? It does. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. new. Yeah. Doesn't usually seem like there's a tablecloth. I think what interests me in this panel is John Arbuckle's facial expression. It looks very. Um, I don't know, like it, sort of mis- filled with mischievous evil. Like he's like delighted to have discovered yeah. Garfield going at that pie. This may be the first time in his life that he's returned uh, to find to find the food like about to be eaten instead of already eaten. Maybe that's why he's so excited. You know? Yeah, he's he's really excited. Yeah, and, and that is a steaming pie. And John, the fir- first point of interest to me about this strip is that Garfield is going after a pie. I just don't think we've seen a pie on this strip on Garfield before. No, I think this is the first appearance of pie. And the fact that I consider that interesting says a lot about this strip. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's it, what it becomes a, a thing later on, right? The pie cooling on the windowsill. Trope oh, that is, we, uh, does that become met? a thing in Garfield? I think so. Yeah. Only time will tell. Panel yeah. two, John Arbuckle is uh, putting a collar with a bell on Garfield's neck, and he's saying, to be sure you stay away from my pie, I'm going to put this bell around your neck. To and which the... Garfield says, ding-a-ling, a-ling, a-ling. Now, John, is that Garfield saying that, or is that the bell making that noise? No, that is, in fact, the bell I was making a funny. Oh, I see. Yeah, we don't really... I don't, I don't generally associate Garfield with funny. That's probably why I was confused. <laughs> yeah, understandable. 
Yeah. John Arbuckle is really over-explaining what he's doing, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, yeah. And Garfield, none yeah. too pleased. I'm doing this thing that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's over it's over-explained. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I mean, uh, there's like eight panels to fill. Like, you yeah. know, there's going to be a few filler panels in, in there. A lot of John Arbuckle talking today. Probably probably six filler panels or so. A lot anyway. of John Arbuckle talking. Yeah. Panel three, John is putting Garfield on the floor and saying, I should have thought of this long ago. And the bell is going, ding-a-ling, a-ling, a-ling. You know what I would like? What? I would like if uh, if John Arbuckle were saying uh, I- incorrectly, if he were saying, "I should have thought of this long ago." <laughs> what I about think I would should've? really like that. No, because that's more. That's like a legit, you know. Okay. Like the people say that. Yeah, that's true. But it, but when people type when people type, I you know should of or would of. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it's like. It is grammatically it's incorrect. Really. It's really aggravating, and I think that would have been a really nice touch if Jim Davis did that here. I don't find it aggravating the way you do, but I, I'm opposed to grammar shaming. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I like I want to think of myself as a descriptivist rather than a prescriptivist. Oh, you are such a prescriptivist. But, but I I do have to admit that's a particular one that that. I mean, look. I just said I wanted to see him make a mistake. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, because you want to look down on him. You want to look down on him from your coastal elite ivory tower. Ugh. Anyway, Panif- do you think Panif- John Arbuckle is a member of the white working class? I don't think John Arbuckle is a member of any working class. <laughs> we never see him working. <laughs> Uh, panel four. Uh, John is sitting in one of his numerous easy chairs, thinking, "Ha ha, Garfield is in the bedroom now." Mm-hmm. And off camera, we I just want to we get the look, sound ding a ling a ling. Let's a-ling. let's just stipulate the next five panels mm-hmm. uh, contain ding a ling sound effects coming from off screen. Okay. Uh, disagree. Okay, I, guess, I guess my numbering the was wrong there. But, uh, two panels. Panels. Panels two through seven contain, contain ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling sound ling. effects. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. So okay. So, so we can skip past that. Okay. Okay. Agreed. So panel four. Hehe. <laughs> Garfield is in the bedroom now. Panel five. He's going through the bedroom. The bathroom. A oh, bathroom. Sorry. He's going through the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That implies that the bathroom uh, has, has uh, doors on either side. Yeah. Which like I, you can I go from from the living room to the bathroom to the bedroom. Is yeah. What it seems, I, either like. we've not seen either this is a new bathroom we haven't seen yet, or the bathroom has only been shown from from specific angles that don't show the other door. But John, I, anyway, not remarkable in any way. John, I, I misspoke earlier. I said the bath that the implication was the bathroom is. Con- connected to both the bedroom and the living room. That is incorrect. Mm-hmm. The implication is that the bathroom hall. is connected to the bev- bedroom and the, bedroom the hallway, and, the hall. and then yes. the hall is connected to the living room. Yeah. I regret yeah. the error. Okay. All right. So panel six. Now he's coming down the hall into the living room. Yeah, there was my error. Yeah. yeah. John, is it worth noting that John Arbuckle's hearing is apparently exceptionally acute? That he is able to place the room Garfield is in based on the ding-a-ling-a-ling. I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? 
I'm not really bothered by it. Like it doesn't. It, it, I didn't say it bothered me. <laughs> it sounded like you thought it was unrealistic. Uh, you know. Okay. All right. And that's the kind of hard-hitting insight. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> every hear, comment I make on, on Being Jim Davis could, re, uh, well, could be replaced whatever. by that. Uh, whatever. Okay, it's fine. Panel seven. Big reveal in panel big seven. Big reveal. John turns around in a classic single take mm -hmm. setup to see the the um the source of the sound entering the frame from stage left and who is it it's not garfield what no it's not garfield you know who it is uh, i mean is it lyman it's odie oh right lyman would have been much funnier would have been fucking hilarious that would have been great <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, where is Lyman? This is the uh, 14th day since we've seen old Lyman. Hmm. Hashtag, where's Lyman? Panel eight. A change of scenery. We are mm -hmm. now with Garfield. Back Garfield the, is back on I the table. I presume dining room. Yeah, sure. Um, Garfield is on the table, and he's munching on a piece of that pie. It looks like a blueberry pie to me. Yeah. What do you think? Some I think it's berry, blueberry. And John, I think it's worth pointing out that the piece has been expertly cut. <laughs> like it's clearly, it's he clearly didn't just put it, put his paw into the pie and like grab out a big old hunk. He, because no one else could have done this. Well, yeah. okay. Someone took a knife, which is not on, not currently visible. And mm. cut that Oop. piece of pie and then served it out because, it, like, like, it's clearly, it's a perfect triangle that's been cut out of the pie. Mm hmm Yeah, not to mention the fact that the pie was steaming. Yeah. Just a few panels ago. Well, it's so had even time to cool down. Even if he could do that with his paws, like, it seems like it would be, you know, mm. too hot. Too Who hot to Who cut handle. the I Like, I wonder now, the, John Arbuckle hasn't had a chance to go back and cut out a slice. Garfield doesn't have a knife, and it doesn't seem like the sort of thing he would do. Do you think Lyman sneaked in and cut a slice of pie and then left again? Um, I mean, taking it's the knife with about him about as plausible as anything else. I mean, look, in a world where in a cats where a cat. I really wish we could get Don LaFontaine on our podcast. I think that would that would be really sweet. It would be sweet. It's too bad he's dead. Yeah, you know. Eh, you know. We could get Ken, Ken, Ken Nordian still kicking around. Anyway. I'm going to pretend I know who we're talking about. Wow, you, you really don't know your famous voiceover artists. No, no, I know who we're talking about. Oh. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, in, in a world in which cats can physically manipulate collars on and off themselves and other animals. In a world where cats I don't can find physically it, manipulate collars. I, I don't find it too difficult to believe that Garfield could like grab a knife and do that. One man dares to believe. That Garfield can grab a knife. Sorry, yeah. I'll stop doing that. 
Um, um, John, let me. Oh, okay. So two things. Number one, punchline, so to speak. Garfield is thinking, no dingalings going to keep me from my pie. Hmm. Number two, do you think this whole strip is referencing the novelty song "My Dingaling"? You would that written be the nineteen seventy-two Bartholomew? Uh, yeah, yeah, most Chuck famously Berry covered song? by Chuck Berry, yeah. nineteen seventy-two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did look that up, and I did find that some other guy wrote it, but yeah, it's definitely associated with Chuck Berry. Possibly, I don't know if you watched the clip on YouTube, I but did. possibly the worst Chuck Berry performance <laughs> ever. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, that's a really sad chapter in Chuck Berry's life. The um, worst thing is that that's his only number one yeah. single on the pop charts like i know right so many great chuck berry numbers you know it's it's frankly embarrassing like one, like, one of the i'm embarrassed on, of, on behalf of, rock of and chuck roll. Berry. he had so many songs that should have been number ones i know right yeah how could johnny um, be good not be a number one it just doesn't know, make man. sense i don't know man it it's a crazy fucked up world so true something something current political crisis yeah man you are so right <laughs> well spot on right oh uh, yeah this but 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 to 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 seriously examine your point like yeah i had the same thing written down like this this is a chuck berry reference right it seems like it but does that make like in the song my dingling is a clear reference to the performer's genitalia Agreed. Doesn't make. Th I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> that is, I'm glad that that is that is not a controversial <laughs> point yeah, of view. On I this didn't want to have to explain it. Like, doesn't that make this whole sequence in today's Garfield strip really weird? It does. That John it does. is affixing a dingling to Garfield's neck, mm -hmm. and then he put. It's just. Whatever. And Whatever. Garfield's, Garfield is saying, like, my penis isn't going to keep me away from this pie. It does not make sense. John, the other thing uh, I like and I think is worth commenting upon, it's not something I like about this strip, which is not enjoyable, but it's about what you said. You referred to our current political crisis. I guess mm. I don't like this fact, but I think it's notable that although we are recording today's episode... Over a week before it will air, we can be reasonably certain that Sunday, February 5th, 2017, will be experiencing <laughs> a political crisis. We don't know what it'll be. Yeah. Like, who knows what it will be, but there will there be a political crisis on Sunday, February 5th, 2017? Unfucking doubtedly. Who knows what uh, national, you know, uh, official government policy was just announced on Twitter? Oh, <laughs> um, the only circumstance in which there is not a political crisis on Sunday, February fifth, twenty seventeen, involves nuclear war breaking out on a day previous to Sunday, February fifth, twenty seventeen, and just like by that point, everyone's dead. I'm not I mean, saying that's likely, but it's plausible. Yeah, wouldn't have to be a nuclear war. It could be a global pandemic or something. I mean, for everyone to be dead that soon. 
but yeah, I do agree that nuclear war is more likely. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that it's super likely, but it's certainly a possibility. Like it's a live possibility. I'd say it's less than 50-50 that there will be a nuclear war before next Sunday. But I mean, it could happen. Fuck. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um I guess I don't really have anything else in this one. Um, no. I mean, it's it's really just that dumb novelty song. Yeah, I mean, I and guess... And that has I, to be what it is, because that, like, that... Seems this to was be the 1970s, it was just a few years after that. that yeah, yeah. It was a number one hit, or whatever it was. Six years later. I, I, yeah. guess it's, I guess it's worth pointing out, you know, on the positive... Since that sounded a little negative. Like, the positive here, John, is... A little, a little bit. Listeners... If you're listening to today's episode of Being Jim Davis, that mean the that means the world went a whole week without experiencing Armageddon. Congratulations, yeah, buddy. Way to go, everybody. Yeah, we talking lived through that to, talking, week. Talking to you, listener. Yeah. Who knows? Good Look, job. Maybe next week will be it. We don't know. We might not get to episode 168 of Being Jim Davis. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> I mean, if it's look, if the world is going to end in between episodes, it's probably going to be in between a Sunday and a Monday, right? Yeah, yep, definitely. Number one, it's probably going to. Well, it's probably going to happen on a Monday, but oh, probably Monday the (laughs) thirteenth. Am I right? Hashtag hate Mondays. Yeah. And you know, Uh, also because of our recording schedule. That I I would love. Okay, listeners, I would like to see some fan art. Panel one. John Arbuckle says, bat, he's reading the newspaper, and he says, bad news, Garfield. Panel two, President Trump has declared war on China. Panel three is just our standard Garfield thinking, I hate Mondays. <laughs> I was thinking panel three, uh, you know, years in the future, uh, you know, uh, bombed, out, bombed out buildings, uh, rubble <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Uh, tattered clothing and everyone's eating like John Arbuckle is eating cat food out of a can and has like long scraggly beard Um, and uh, he's reading the newspaper and it says good news President Trump says the war is going great (laughs) good news Garfield God Emperor Trump says unemployment (laughs) is illegal (laughs) oh Uh. fuck well, well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, your personal gateway to the sick and twisted mind of the world's most successful cartoonist. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can leave us a comment, send us an email, or sign up to co-host our podcast. You can purchase our merchandise at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis, or follow me at the Chris Winter. Or follow me at Inscrutable Taco. Thanks for listening and good night. <laughs> or morning good, or whatever. Good, I don't know. Good, uh, good night, you princes of Davis. Good night, America. Good night. Uh, good night to the lamps going out all across the world. <laughs> Is that our second time referencing that one? Oh.